Good morning, everybody. I would like to speak to you today on the subject of hope. Knowing that hope is threatened by everything in these days of lockdown and COVID-19 and social distance. And if we lose hope, we lose everything. Hope is more than a common sense word. In fact, there are many things going around that call themselves hope, but are not hope at all. I would like to ground our conversation today in writing in the writings of St. Paul in the New Testament, who has contributed more to a clear understanding of what hope is than any other person. Let me read a section of Paul's writing in Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. If you are a Bible reader, you will notice that hope is mentioned in the same context as faith and peace and love. And in another great poem by the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians 13, he ends by declaring, and now remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Hope is a part of a triad. Then, still in another part of the writings of Paul, he gives a list of what he calls fruit of the Spirit. He lists nine items, including words we have mentioned above, and words like humility, patience, and self-control. But he does not mention hope among these nine virtues. And that gives us our first clue about what hope is. Hope is not a relationship value. It is an attitude and an approach to reality. But it is not in the first place anything focused on relationship between persons, though, of course, hopefulness has an impact on relationships. But especially we notice from our text that hope is not the same as happy talk, which ignores reality, withholds important details about what we are facing, mm -hmm. and indulges in a false optimism, as if to say if we ignore things, or if we say nice things about them, they will disappear. Hope is a full picture of reality, including all of its painful details. It is about facing reality with an insight and a perspective. It is not like a remote control which switches the channel from reality to something more pleasant. Hope is not a notion that what we have and what we have enjoyed or even what we have taken for granted in our lives or about our lives is somehow immutable and invulnerable. 
it is not a kind of investment in the present that says our health cannot be shaken, our wealth cannot disappear, our assets and holdings cannot lose their value. It is not another way of saying and believing that we have that we what we have and what we know are too big to fail. Hope, if it is anything, must have to do with drawing insight and stability and perspective and strength from more than what is apparent or even obvious to our eyes. It is to draw upon invisible strength and invisible insight and invisible enabling. Let us listen to the Apostle Paul again and draw some insight from him as to what hope is. He says, not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Hope does not put to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The first thing I want to say is that hope does not have to do with what it faces, but on what it is grounded. For Paul and for us, hope is derived from faith in God. It is not an untethered optimism, but is born of trust in the purpose and character of God. It is rooted in the idea that there is an overarching purpose and an underlying meaning to all of reality. It is not of the view that evil is not real. Evil is very real and it is relentless. And as soon as you think you have defeated evil, it reconfigures itself and confronts you in unsuspecting ways. Evil is downright dangerous. It has the capacity to destroy and to bring to ruin anything we have built. Evil about which we are speaking are the choices we have made and the systems we have created and the things that we will not let go of no matter what, things that we hold too dear. Evil can shake our world to its core and destroy us and what is dear to us. Hope, however, is grounded in the idea that we are not alone in the universe, that there is a God and there is God's abiding presence and sustaining grace and that good lasts longer than evil, that the nature of the universe as such is that its arc is long but it bends towards justice. If we start with faith and set our mass towards love, we are accompanied and assisted in our struggle against evil. Many of those who struggled against evil before we have faced overwhelming odds, and yet they overcame and managed to bequeath to us in the struggle a legacy of which we can be justly proud. Like them, we are surrounded by a mighty host, willing us onwards in the struggle. Hope is hope in God. This is Holy Week, which will end with Easter Sunday, the day when the church marks the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. It is a time when death was defeated. Our hope is hope because it is rooted in the idea that the worst 
and the most formidable enemy, death itself, has been conquered, and therefore this too shall pass. The second thing about hope that is that it pays attention to easily overlook details. Paul makes a simple point that has been borne out in our own experiences. He says, tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience builds hope and hope does not make us ashamed. If you tell the story of City Kingston, you will have to tell the story of Trench Town. They built a trench, a gully, for storm water in the tough slum and urban ghetto. The people gave it name Trench Town. And that place produced not only all our art forms, rocksteady, ska, reggae, dancehall, but some of the greatest musicians in the world, Marley, Tosh, Babandi, Jimmy Cliff, mm. the Eye Trees, to name a few. The most beautiful things about us came from the worst spaces amongst us. It is also the spaces that have produced our athletes and our world beaters from Collie Smith to Shelley Ann and to Usain Bolt. Tribulation worketh perseverance and perseverance character and character hope and hope does not disappoint. From COVID-19 spaces, we can rise like the Sphinx from the ashes. Good can come out of this as it has already begun as we have rediscovered each other, we have rediscovered the spirit of voluntarism. We have slowed the mad rush and given the earth a chance to breathe, to hear the birds sing in Wuhan, China, and the dolphins swim in Venice, Italy, and the sky clear over San Francisco. We had hope that it would also silence the guns in Jamaica, but not yet and thought that our leaders might have learned to level with the people rather than seeking to manipulate them with by withholding and doctoring the truth in their clever PR games, and rather than sending the police to fish out unruly youth from under their beds. Hope will teach us that building trust, even public trust, is better than clever manipulation and brute force. Hope accepts reality as the raw material for character building and the real learning and as the mother of inventions, which is another way of saying hope is finding a way out. God is faithful, says Paul in another place, who will not allow you to be tested more than you are able to bear, but will also with the test provide a way of escape and ekbasin. Thirdly, Hope is being driven from within. According to Paul, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Hope is not a new form of stoicism in which we feel nothing. We can say and think anything but it really, because it really doesn't matter to us. In this way, we are like empty suits that are waiting to clad ourselves around the next tweet or meme or contrived theories. Hope is not hollow from hollowed out people. Hope is marked by solidarity with the people. Hope is not an abstraction like the drug that treats malaria, 
by injecting toxins into our system. It may cure, if that, but it leaves you with something worse. Hope takes what you are and who you are seriously, takes your reality and future hope seriously, and it injects something in the core of your being that puts a bit between your teeth and something in your gut to drive you along. I have not disguised my admiration for 20th century figure like, like Nelson Mandela, who spent 27 years in prison and came out unbent, unbroken, and unbowed. And when he got to become the president of South Africa, was free from bitterness and hate and remained committed to the ideals that sent him to prison in the first place. I have not disguised my admiration for Fidel Castro and the Cuban people. After 60 years of being locked out of the world, out of the world economy, which is what has been closed out and which is what uh, we have used to define our progress by, Cuba was in a position in a time of global pandemic, pandemic, 60 years after being shut out of the world, the global economy, and we would have thought by now shut down. It was able to give a 140 health professionals and experts to assist one of the poster child of the international financial system. That is what hope looks like. It is an invincible spirit. It is an unquenchable fire. It is a relentless pursuit of an ideal and a vision, despite enormous odds and insurmountable obstacles. If we have hope in this time, what will hope make us do? Hope will help us see and keep the big picture in mind. There is an overarching vision. Do not lose sight of it. Hope will make us make the necessary changes in our lives and in our world. There is no future without change. Sometimes we need also to change course, to get to the city that has foundation whose builder and maker is God. Hope will help us to keep going no matter what, to keep our principles reshaped and renewed, to keep our values, to keep our commitment to pursuing the welfare of our neighbor, the poor, no matter what. This is our faith. This is the story of our foremothers and forefathers in the struggle to become a people. This is the story of the heroes and heroines of our faith. This is what we know. Nothing else matters. For it, we will not apologize. apologize. From it, we will not retreat and because of it we will never surrender we can do no less the lord being our helper amen